Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Puppy Training Principles podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm here with Lorelai. And in this podcast, we help dog owners find solutions to their biggest problems, avoid common training pitfalls, and build the confident, calm canine companion they've always dreamed of. And today, we're here with special guest, uh, and Maria. Maria, and she worked through our program to train her dog, Winnie. Hello, Maria. Hey, how's it going? Going so good. Tell us about your story. Okay, so our dog story or our life story, they're kind of intertwined. Um, I have five kids and my oldest is a senior in high school and my youngest is nine. Um, and we always our youngest has special needs and we had always intended on getting um a service dog but we just didn't know where to go and didn't know I've never had a dog like didn't, didn't grow up with one wasn't the person who went to family parties and was like you know loving on other people's dogs I just I was a little standoffish but yeah. um and what about you no, we're just not like, we're not like the immediate dog lovers. We're not, we're not anti-dog. We just weren't like, we'd never, you know, other than having a service type dog, we'd never thought about having one as a pet. Um, and probably the biggest deterrent to me was like, um, young example when I was little, right? Like everyone has those experiences where somebody's, you go to a friend's house and the dog's crazy or I don't know. It just, it was a turn off. <laughs> so, so, so um, you were little, you didn't like them either. They, you had bad. I wasn't, a, yeah, I did. I mean, I didn't, I can't like say this was the singular experience, but I didn't have one that I was like, oh my gosh, I love that dog, you know, except actually, I will say this. I have played my, I played the harp and I played it started when I was five years old and the only dog I ever really loved was my harp teacher's dog who would come and sit in the studio and it was this um uh lab golden lab anyway she was so nice that was the only dog I'd be like oh okay I can pet that dog so fast forward to this last summer and um the Utah Parent Center reached out to us somebody had a dog that um had been claimed and then in their litter and then they for whatever reason couldn't come and pick it up so they call, contacted the utah parent center and said we want to give it to a family that has special needs and um they contacted us and i was like oh my gosh do we want i don't know like you know this isn't a service dog um but truthfully at that time i didn't really know the difference between a, like a true service dog and a therapy dog and like family dog I just thought they were all kind of lumped in the same thing so um so I talked to the breeder and I don't know we just finally decided maybe this would be a good fit for our family and um and then we enter Winnie and um she was 12 almost 13 weeks when we got her so she kind of already been like entered you know into the kennel a little bit and stuff um but breed that uh, she's a mini golden doodle and so that was nice because she doesn't shed and I mean I, I don't know and it's funny because I it I think we had like four days in making this decision and I did like my intense like called every person I knew that had a dog would you do it would you not you know because and then I did the stupid thing of like KSL I'm like whoa these dogs are really expensive like 
somebody's just gonna gift this to our family that i felt like a huge responsibility that somebody was gifting us yeah you start looking at the classified ads and you can see yeah yeah and you're sort of going oh my gosh i don't and you know such a lovely family the breeders we met them they were great and um and then so we got her home and i just felt this immense like oh my gosh what did I do? I don't know. I mean, nothing. Like we went to PetSmart the day before and the girl gave us like what we should have. And $200 later, we walk out with like, I don't know what, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so probably did all of the wrong stuff. And um, and I remember the night before going, picking her up, like waking up in the middle of the night and like Amazoning, like, well, wait a minute, what do I do I need that dog that like has a heartbeat that, you know, you put in the kennel? Like I did nothing. So uh -huh. I was not, I was really, really ignorant. Um, but the breeders were super nice and gave us the bag of, you know, um, Costco food. And I mean, I asked the dumbest questions. I think I was like, I think I asked like, how, I mean, how often do you wash their bowl? Like how often do you give them a bath? Like you know, and it was, it was like having a newborn and then you get home and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. So, uh, but <laughs> I also a question I could think of, and I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I talked to all these people. I talked to one trainer type person who told me it was the dumbest idea. Like, I can't even believe you're going to, you know, put a golden doodle in with a son with, with autism. Like that's a, she, I, she was pretty vocal about how, um, you know, small dogs are good for families like us. And, and I don't know why I just sort of was like, oh, well, maybe we just have different personalities. We're just different people, <laughs> you know? So, so anyway, gratefully we went on um, and we brought her home. And then I realized she had like somewhat of a foundation and I just didn't want to mess it up. Like I didn't want to screw it up. So I um, Googled dog trainers in our area and you guys popped up and the reviews were phenomenal and um I called like the next day I mean I don't think we'd had her for 24 hours and Brittany picked up and was like yeah we had a cancellation and I'm like great we'll be there <laughs> you know <laughs> so because I just I truly just did not I had no foundation myself of how to like you know like like when you have a child chances are you've grown up with other kids or you you know you've at least held a baby before like I had nothing so um so that's how we started and um yes and it went and it worked it was crazy. started with the puppy yeah we started with Winnie at 12 12 and a half 13 weeks and she um I must say she's a really nice like we never had to wake up in the middle of the night because she was probably older than maybe what people usually get if they get I don't know it seems like they get them younger so she had she you know and I I probably did this wrong, but I also the first night put her in the kennel because they said she sleeps in the kennel and I was sort of like, peace out. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> like, please let her be alive. And, you know, <laughs> I just kind of thought my kids when they were little, like, you know, you'd have the, the baby monitor going, but you kind of, I don't know. Our kids never slept in our room. So. I kind of took the same result of like my dog doesn't sleep in my room also. <laughs> so yeah, well, anyway. that was a good idea. That good was move. great intuition right there. <laughs> well, there you thank you. Thanks. Cause I I was, you know, you read all about things and you're thinking, oh my gosh, am I gonna 
mess it up. I don't know. So yeah, we tell dog. people all the time, like people will say, well, can my dog sleep in my room with me? And the answer is like, yes, but not yet. Like you kind of, you need to start without that. Yeah. So that you can have that and without it as well, if you need it. But if you always start yeah. with your dog in your room, then you start getting separation anxiety in a lot of cases, uh, not always, but in, in yeah. most cases. So you did it right. Yes. Well, I just went with that. I have my boundaries and you have yours. So, <laughs> so there you go. And she's been great. Like we have, have never really had, I mean, knock on wood, we're super lucky. We haven't had any anxiety issues, but I also think it's because you guys helped us from like my day one, you know, yeah. teaching me how to like, give, get, you gave me confidence. Let's put it that way. So you started, you basically started with the, the puppy, um, program mm -hmm. kind of things mm -hmm. we, we do for dogs that are, you know, when they come home to about five months, five, six months, Yeah, and that's the puppy yeah. phase. And then something switches in a dog's brain. It's like a light switch at about five months, five and a half months where a dog is just like, I can understand more now. And then we go to more of an advanced training or where we can help a dog go from you know through that adolescent stage and learn to calm down and be peaceful yeah that process so you started with with puppy and then went all the way through that stage as well the the more yeah advanced. yeah so we started at the beginning of august like the literally day one of having winnie um thanks to whoever canceled and then uh <laughs> we just came until the end of november i think was our our last session so to speak, or middle of November. Anyway, it was a, it was, you know, a sounds like it was meant to be. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And I, I think I said to the trainer, I think I said to Maddie, okay, I, because I'm a professional musician, I am gone from November, like Thanksgiving till New Year's every night. So this dog has to be like bomb proof by then. Okay. And I think she, she didn't give me like the hundred percent guarantee, but she's like, I think we could do it. I think this is going to be okay. You know? So, so we were, we had a goal in mind in the sense of we were committed to getting to a certain point, yeah. you know? So. And, and those few months I'm sure were a lot of work, but if you think of, okay, a few months to be able to have this dog for years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think work is all relative, right? Like, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, Truthfully, compared to my special needs son, Winnie's work was like a break, comparatively speaking, <laughs> to to our day-to-day -day routine with him. So it didn't feel like work, but I did really appreciate the, like, the guidance and the confidence and then the reassurance. Like when I'd come and I'd be like, okay, I think I'm going to give her away. And I'd be like, what? Let's talk through this, you know? Uh -huh. And that was nice. It was nice to be able to check in with somebody like who could just say no you're on you're doing okay you know because yeah. I needed that as the as the person when so. I've loved I love um there's several uh pictures you would send us and things like that of Winnie with yeah. your and just I mean that touches my heart that's like that's why we want to do what we do is we want quality of life and people's home life to be better and this experience yeah. dog to be an amazing experience and the dog they dreamed of instead of a nightmare and for so many right. people yeah. come with a nightmare and they say, this is the problem. But I love the pictures of your son being with Winnie. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I have to say, like, so he's been at special needs hospital, like trainers and primary children's and all like his whole life. And every single time a dog would come, you know, the therapy dog would come in, he would just freeze and freak out. Like, and, and I'd have to politely be like, oh, thank you, but no, you know, back away. Like, and so we really understood that in order for her, for Winnie to have a place in our family, she had to understand that she, you know, has a place but she is she she can't be the center of attention every time because unfortunately that spot was filled you know so um and so she was great because she like by learning place and everything like she learned really early on to be um really accepting of dawn and and that so and initially he didn't even want to be in the same room with her like he would not you know, he would sit on one spot on the couch if she was out of the kennel, like it wasn't gonna happen. And then um, some after probably mid October, so two months, maybe that one night, all of a sudden he like got brave enough to put his foot like on her her foot, you know? And I think I sent you guys that, that video and it was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? You know, so it was, it was a huge, huge help for, everyone like to see progress in any way you know so anyway yeah there you go <laughs> awesome yeah so tell you were talking about uh some points where you had to come into training and be like i'm ready to give this dog away can you yeah I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be completely honest and say i still am having moments where i'm like you know, this is a really well-trained dog now. I'm sure somebody else would really <laughs> love this dog, right? Because, I mean, that's just the reality as the mom that I'm, like, taking her out, you know, in the morning and at night. And yeah. I'm, it's one more person that I'm constantly like, well, is she, is she fed? Is she, you know? Yeah. Um, so Always. sometimes I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'm still thinking that. But no, I think it, I mean, there wasn't ever, any, we were super lucky, I think. I have nothing to compare to, but I think we were super lucky that Winnie was pretty good from from the get-go. I, I don't know if that's her temperament or her breeding or, I don't know. Or just from the get-go, we had like set boundaries, you know? Um, but when I, I think the couple of times that I'd come in, I think it was more like, I was ready. I, I think she was ready for the next step in the training. And I was sort of trying to figure out what that next step was. And, and then after that session, I'd be like, okay, we have some clear objectives now. We're going to go home and, you know, do this or whatever. So that was nice. What commands that you, you taught Winnie do you feel are the most useful? Uh, okay. For, for for sure place like that is that that and kennel is super helpful um so I like I said I'm a musician I teach early morning lessons and so we have people coming in and out all the time and um she like is a very social dog she loves every single person that comes in and I'm understanding that not everybody is a dog person because I wasn't um I just put her place in my harp room and she sits at place and sometimes she's dying to get off it you know like her tail is wagging and she's just and once in a while a mom will be like okay you know and she'll get to go and snuggle with them but she also that's probably the most beneficial because I feel like 
she gets to sit and she'll just sit at the you know foot of the harps and listen and um she's become kind of like a little mascot you know um <laughs> for her for, for my harp studio <laughs> so in fact somebody gave her a christmas present i didn't see because i'm not a good dog parent but my harp students gave her a christmas present so you know yeah I'm still learning, you know, when you're, when your baby's like one and you're, you're like, oh, you don't need anything yet for Christmas. It's fine. <laughs> or you need like this little thing or whatever. Next year I'll, I'll learn. I'll yeah. be better. But it's fine. I'm sure a lot of those <laughs> kids really love seeing her. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your dog today could be Christmas if you want. They won't know the difference. So I know. No. Right. So. Yeah, so I'd say place, I love that um, the wait command at the door when we're coming in, especially since it's been so snowy and rainy, like that's nice for her, for me to say like, you know, wait and then come through when I'm ready and can towel her off and stuff. So um, yeah, I like, I, I would say those are my two, but sit just, I mean, we're not, we're not high quality, you know, we don't have like shakedown or roll over or anything like that but in our minds that's not high quality so <laughs> yeah We've functional commands right yeah tricks are fun we but have life, we have life ability commands that are super awesome like it's 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 so good yeah yeah so and as you were talking about going through the training process and like me coming into a session and being like okay now i know clearly what i'm supposed to be working on um, for anybody that goes through any of the programs, even if they do it online, puppy from all the way from bringing your dog home to that, uh, all the way through advanced training. So after five months, and that takes until they're about seven months, um, you know, every week what you're supposed to be doing. Like, here's your focus. Yeah. Here's your focus. Yeah. And I actually, um, the videos, uh, I wasn't as good with the like later ones towards the end of the, the dog training ones, but the puppy ones, I watched all of them. Like, and then I'd be like, Oh wait, I don't understand that. And I'd go back and watch, you know, so having access to those were super helpful. Like for, for the novice, no, no foundation <laughs> dog owner that I was, you know, yeah, awesome. so that was nice. You can go to it whenever yeah. you need it, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I would like turn them on as I was, you know, um, driving John to school. I wouldn't watch them. I'd just listen. So don't, you know, That's no fine. judgments. But right. I listen to them like podcasts. And in fact, I think I listen to some of your podcasts as well. Like, okay, how do I bring my dog home? Or how do I, you know, do this and that and the other? So, um, yeah. So that was really helpful, especially in the in the puppy training stage and it was also nice to know because um I just remember thinking like well this is happening and then it would almost coincide with you know 12 weeks or 13 weeks or whatever it was it was it was great so it's like you guys it's like you've dialed in the magic numbers <laughs> of, of tried, where it is tried really hard to do that <laughs> so, you um yeah. So you've been through this process and thank you so much for coming on and talking about that. If somebody's sitting yeah. on the fence and they're like, man, should I do this? What advice would you give to them? Well, okay. The way I, so the way, the way I just, because it is a cost, right? And that's, that's the thing is, first of all, we didn't, 
we were in a different situation. We got given the dog for free. And so I was sort of like, I have to invest in this dog in order to, you know, get what I want. I can't just assume that like, it's going to know what to do, right? Cause that's not, I don't know. I mean, I, we all had to learn somehow <laughs> how, what to do. Um, and I, I just felt like in order, it felt like a small amount in order to get uh, something that, like you said, is going to be sustainable in our family. Otherwise, I think she would have been gone in the first month. Like, sad to say, but very true. Because well, no, uh, it so just wouldn't. A lot of a lot of first time dog owners, it's the same thing because there is a big learning curve, and there yeah. is so much information out there. Not all of it is of the same value. In fact, there's a lot of yeah dog culture things out there that don't help at all. That... And a lot of it's yeah. <laughs> Like, wait, they say one thing, they say another, huh? Yeah, yeah. But so, I don't know. I mean, it made sense. And like for our, for my personality, I like, I, you guys can edit this or not. But there was a book that I, when my kids were babies called The Contented Little Baby Book. And it's like probably super controversial because it would say like at 12.22, you do this. So that, you know, five o'clock, you do this. And it would just kind of give me, confidence as a, a new parent like okay this is how I can do this as a schedule so so this worked for me really well to have a schedule like okay in these two weeks this is what we're going to do and then it's going to change a little bit and then it's going to evolve and it, it it made it made logical sense to me you know so um versus like okay well what do you want to work on today I don't know let's try this okay let's do this you know like that doesn't build on each other so I don't know that that might not that might not be everybody's cup of tea, but you know that yeah. was mine for sure. You have it laid out by ages, right? So this is what they need next. Yeah, they need next, and to yeah build on your knowledge too, right? Because you can't just be for told everything all at once. No, even, I mean, even I like training, like if you're training as a trainer and you're saying, okay, what's what's next? You find out that there's a basic pattern that 90% of dogs are going to follow. And so yeah. there's really no reason why you shouldn't have kind of like a structure and it might be change a little bit, right? It might, you yeah, might a yeah. Bit. there's a little room, there's the dusting for what it is, but, but it's nice to have a schedule of what you follow. I don't know. For me, that worked really well. And Good. for our family, because we have so many things that, uh in particular with John but just things in general that don't follow a schedule that something had to not be chaotic you know <laughs> and I think that the, my goal was for the dog to not add to the chaos but to sort of you know be the one piece that's not chaotic in in our life so well that's yeah. awesome I <laughs> hope that it really has helped your family in that way and so that there's maybe something that's less chaotic and helps with the chaos and um, hope that Winnie is a great companion for John as well as the rest of your family. Yeah, we're hoping they they are like um, you know sometimes he is he is a little rough with her because he just doesn't understand, and then he'll turn around and give her a, a a kiss on the nose, you know, and then he'll turn around and scream in her face, and she, she I don't know if this is training or if it's personality she's just chill she'll just like take it all in stride and 
Yeah. Like, no. It and can then, be a really tough situation for a dog, like in those situations. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I do feel kind of guilty, and sometimes we give her a break from our from John. You know. Oh, that's okay but, too, because she needs to know that she can go to you and not have to solve the problem herself. But that that is a really awesome thing to get a dog to the point where they can say, "Hey, this is the way it is." Because and, and that's what's hard is it's not always. Um, reliable for them in that situation but a dog yeah. that can handle it is awesome that's really cool yeah yeah I think I'm I don't like I said I don't know if that's her personality and she would have always been able to handle it or if it's like I like to think it's the training that helped kind of give her her boundaries and and her comp her confidence you know to to deal with us so it's probably a little um, bit of both to be totally yeah, honest it's a situation yeah, I'd love to say it's all training, but <laughs> but to be honest, dogs come with their their different personalities and abilities as well, and so it's probably a little yeah. bit. Of yep. Yeah. Well, thank you cool. so much for your time, and thank you no for worries. talking to us about your story. We love to hear about results like that, and love to hear um, love to hear people starting and and new dog owners starting out and finding solutions and being able to have a well-trained dog. You I did mean, a great job. Good job. As a first time dog. You guys did a great job. Like tell, <laughs> telling us what to do. Thank you. You may not know this, but you probably know more than 90% of dog owners as it is right now, just because of what you've <laughs> been through the process. Yep. And as you, you go through life, okay. you talk with other people, you'll start to figure that out. You'll be like, Oh, I know what to do in this situation. Um, you've learned, you, you've learned a lot. Oh, thanks. Well, I still have lots of questions. So I, I keep texting you guys like, oh, what do I do here? How do I do this? And I, thank you for continually answering. You bet. So, We're here for you. Thank you so much, Maria. Thanks for being willing to take time yep. to show us. Awesome. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. Take care.